With the COVID-19 pandemic, this year has become the year of the virtual tax conference. I'm going to look at some pros and cons of the conferences. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. This year brought about a good amount of change for different tax meetings and conferences, for webinars and training throughout this year. And a good amount of that is due to the coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic that has caused so many organizations to pivot and shift in what they were going to do regarding their various meetings and trainings going on through this year. For example, I was teaching the course at Washburn in tax procedure where the first half of the semester was in person and the second half was all virtually taught by Zoom. So certainly that is a bit of a learning experience even for the professor because I was having to do what I'm doing by talking just to a computer. I do not know if the students are even listening. Sometimes they have their screens blanked out and they may be on mute so it is tough to know if people are even listening because you don't get any verbal or you don't get any visual cues on what the student is paying attention to and i've also done some presentations this year for the Kansas City Metropolitan Bar Association on taxes that I was presenting with Ben Tompkins. The CLE was the intersection of tax and other areas of law, and I had focused on the intersection of tax and family law. So looking at filing statuses, innocent spouse, if a married couple files joint or separately, and different items that will affect a married couple, so certainly ones that spill over into the arena of divorce in family law. And those were presentations where, again, I was doing a talk for the computer. I don't think I even knew how many people were in attendance, but I certainly had no idea if people were even listening to me. But I certainly gave my presentation, and I think it went well, but it is tough to know when you're not necessarily getting that same feedback that you would normally have when people are in the same room with you. Now, I am potentially teaching tax procedure again next spring, and I think at Washburn that The plan is that I would be back to teaching in person, but the students would have the option of attending online. And so at that point, I may potentially have a mix of students where I am interacting with some of them within the classroom, but some of them 
online. So that is certainly a trickier combination where you are trying to play to different two different audiences at the same time, but that is part of the new format of what you are doing in these new times of virtual trainings. So turning to the American Bar Association section of taxation, I had been planning to attend the May meeting in Washington, D.C. That in-person meeting was canceled, and then they shifted to a virtual conference. And for the May meeting, it was over several weeks where there would be one committee doing a presentation at a time. So a person in attendance for the whole conference could pick and choose, but potentially would be able to attend everything throughout the conference. Then for the fall meeting, that was virtual as well, but the American Bar Association used a different platform where there were several presentations going on at the same time, and a person could pick and choose which to attend. But in order to receive full education credits, the individual had to attend the entire presentation from start to finish. Now, also, the American Bar Association had recorded all of the sessions, so they were available later on to view. And they had a virtual vendor room and other areas where a person could mingle with other attendees virtually. So it was quite a robust platform, but there were still some issues of sound at times from some of the presenters, or I certainly had times where I would not be able to go into the room or where I would be listening to the presentation and then would be kicked out. So I wound up watching those presentations later after they were made available. But that is certainly one difference in the virtual and a real-life meeting is that if you are at the conference, you can physically go there and be present the entire time that you will not be kicked out virtually or that kind of experience in the same fashion. That it can be a little frustrating when you are there to attend something and not able to actually enter the room while you are at the conference. Now, you might recall that last year I did a good amount of travel, that part of that was that I had attended several of the Kansas State University, their Income Tax Institute. Well, this year they have decided to do, instead of their seven sessions, that four would be in person and three would be online. So I'm going to attend one of the online sessions, and I 
attended the one in Topeka, and I will be attending the Wichita session this week as well for the first day of each of those sessions. Now, I am able to do this where they let me go to different sessions and I make a quick pitch for the low-income taxpayer clinic. I think it is a good situation where if the various accountants and enrolled agents at these tax preparation sites, if they have low-income clients with tax problems that are certainly unable to pay those preparers or are taking up more time than the preparer is able to devote to them, then they could send them over to the low-income taxpayer clinic where I could assist them. I think it is a bit of a win-win situation for everyone, but I don't know that all of the tax preparers necessarily understand or feel like sending those clients my way, so they do not necessarily make use of the situation to have me help out, but I do think it depends on the location, because sometimes there is a good amount of interest that they show in the services. But this year, I went ahead and recorded a video for the sessions where I will not be in attendance, so hopefully I am able to be in contact with several of the practitioners so that they know about our services and are able to send clients to the tax clinic who truly need the help. But in looking at the situation at the tax training in person, in Topeka, they had capped the attendance at 70 attendees. They had us spread throughout a ballroom in the hotel. So there was quite a bit of social distancing and mask wearing. But I do think in Kansas that there are some of the people who are taking it quite seriously and some people who are not. That one of the speakers was talking about how people in his town and some family members have been sick. He had a friend who had passed away recently. So I certainly believe that he is taking it seriously, but I still find it interesting that there are some people in the crowd who, or even in the state, who do not seem to take much seriously when it comes to the pandemic. But I guess we all have to deal with things the best way we are able to in our different situations. So I wanted to go through a little bit of the pros and cons in the virtual conferences. So I did mention a bit of the negatives in that there are times that you have an audio issue or might be, be kicked out of a session. And another negative that I find in comparison with going to a in-person conference rather than a virtual one is the ability to interact with 
others in the audience or just in general to meet new people that when you are visiting another city for a conference that you are often able to meet new people to go to dinner or to talk to someone in the hallway i find that when i am going to american bar association tax conferences that it can be an immersive time where i am focused on tax through the entire time and discussing with people and comparing notes of our different tax clinics or just learning about their situation of where they work so that is certainly something that i miss in that there is less interactivity in a virtual conference but one of the positives that i find in virtual conferences is that there is often a lower cost some conferences are free and so it can be a little bit more of an equalizer in allowing more people to attend different conferences so this year has exposed more people to gaining tax training and i know there are times that the IRS is less able to attend conferences because of restrictions on government travel and so certainly more people able to travel allows more attendees to go to conferences or be presenters than would normally be able to so this year has certainly given access to a prestigious set of speakers that would not normally have been available now coming up next week is an IRS representation conference sponsored by Green and Sklar's LLC of New Haven, Connecticut. That is November 19 and 20, available on https irsrepconference.com. So irsrepconference is all as if one word. the first day they are focusing on low income taxpayer clinic representation so i am looking forward to some good presentations during that conference ones that are focused on helping out low income taxpayers and the low income taxpayer clinic conference this year they're planning two weeks from December 7 through 18 where the first week will be more of a boot camp for new clinicians and it is allowing them to focus on items like the accounting side for the low income taxpayer clinics and then the second week will be a focus on more advanced tax training and more of the policy discussions and different issues that they want all of the clinics to be involved with so again it sounds like by having more time and more access they are able to do a broader focus on tax training this year at the LITC conference that hopefully we can get a significant range of speakers and 
Also, the American Bar Association section of taxation, I believe they are doing a virtual conference for their mid-year tax meeting. So it certainly seems that virtual conferences are the status quo for the near future, that it is something that different tax practitioners need to find the best way of making use of virtual conferences and training. So I hope that these have been some good tips that you can make use of and evaluate tax conferences as I reviewed some of the history and some of my experiences when it came to virtual training and being an attendee in different conferences. I hope that I am able to do some presentations at the LITC conference, but we are learning what the schedule will be coming forth in December. So I have had much less travel when it comes to the different tax trainings and outreach and education with my clinic, but I am trying to make the best of it in getting exposed to a broad variety of trainings while I am sitting at my computer. So I hope you are able to make the best of it as well. And I thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.